You're a beautiful woman and you've achieved a lot professionally. You have an education, you have a nice home, you have sophisticated taste. You know what you're worth and you're not going to settle. As a dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, this is something you and I could completely agree upon. But there are two problems that you probably already noticed of being in the 95th percentile of all women. Number one, you believe you have to date men who are also in the 95th percentile or above you. And number two, you believe that everyone who's less successful than you is intimidated by you. As a result, the Venn diagram doesn't overlap and it seems like there are no good men out there for you. In today's Love You podcast, I'm going to challenge both of those beliefs and show you how you're actively getting in your own way in your search for lasting love. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to discover why your future husband is not going to be intimidated by you. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So let's start with your most pressing problem. And it's a math problem, really. It's not a dating problem. You consider yourself, and I'm not going to argue with you, a 95th percentile woman. Beautiful, educated, successful, sophisticated, all the things we talked about earlier. And as a result, you feel like you deserve the men who are in this tiny, tiny tier above you. Let's talk about that from, again, a a math perspective, right? That means right at the top, we are eliminating 95% of men. That's before we've gotten into anything like what we talk about in Love You, kindness, consistency, communication, commitment, character. We're starting with 95% of men are not as successful as I am, therefore they're not eligible to date me. So that leaves you with 5% who are as successful or more successful than you. The problem is in that 5%, you've discovered this as well, half those guys don't wanna date you. They are smart, strong, successful men, but they might be looking for a woman who is less like them. He might be perfectly happy marrying a first grade teacher if that's not you. Nothing, not your fault, nothing you can do about it, but a good portion of the men who are in your cohort don't necessarily want to be with you. And then the real tricky thing comes when you discover, as I did for many years when I was dating, in trying to date up, dating people who are more impressive than you, you get that person, and even though they look great on paper, and you would seem to be compatible based on um, those those side-by-side paper resumes, in practice, there's a lot of friction because you're busy and he's busy and you're opinionated and he's opinionated and you may be a little bit anxious and he may be a little bit anxious or stubborn or difficult and all the good things that come with this guy being really successful has a downside too. So you can see why it makes dating very difficult for smart, strong, successful women. When you date and you've had enough experience dating other men who are like you, tech CEOs, law firm partners, surgeons, you may discover they don't always make for great partners, great husbands, but you're impressed by them. So what's a girl to do? So in giving you this information on this podcast, in this video, 
My answer is not to tell you to settle, to slum it, to date someone you're not attracted to, which is what I think people think they're hearing when having this, having this conversation. The problem is that you convinced yourself quite falsely that anybody who's not a tech CEO, law firm partner, or doctor is slumming it, and it's not. So I have a lot of anecdotal evidence to back up these claims, and I want you to just be, let this wash over you. I want you to consider what I'm saying before you dismiss it out of hand, because it is challenging for someone who's on your side to tell you, hey, maybe the thing you've been going for, you've been barking up the wrong tree, thinking you need to date the male version of you. Um, years ago, I was referred to a friend of, uh, from a friend um, in my industry. She said, Evan, you're the only coach I know who I think could reach this woman. She is the executive producer of a TV show here in Los Angeles. Smart, strong, successful woman, self-made millionaire. Um, very smart, funny, impressive. We spoke on the phone for 45 minutes and she was giving me her version of why it's so hard for her to date. And again, maybe you've told yourself some version of this story. It's a very black and white tale. In her world, Hollywood, there are showrunners, the executive producers of TV shows. And in, and in her experience, these guys are really busy. They're workaholics. They're nerds with money and power. They're not always nice. They've got drug problems, uh, cheating problems. This is her world she's been privy to. So the men on her level she doesn't really like very much or trust very much. And then the rest of her view is that the men who aren't successful writers are losers, right? The, he's the guy who is living at age 50 in a friend's basement with a roommate, right? That's her things. The struggling writer and actor versus the wildly successful writer or actor. Do you see her blind spot? It should be obvious. Her blind spot is that she's treated the world as if it's made up of only these two people. He's a self-made millionaire workaholic. He's a loser. I said, what about everybody else in the middle? I don't need anybody like that. I said, well, that's why I have online dating. I don't want to do online dating. Okay. So now we've discovered the blind spot and we looked inside and we decided we don't want to even explore what it's like to date anybody other than these two extremes. So I think a lot of my clients, maybe even you, work on these extremes. He's either like the smoking hot catch and I am obsessed with him or I'm completely unattracted to him. I can't bear to spend one second thinking about him rather even being on a date with him, much less kissing him or fucking him. I can't even imagine that. So we've created this, this false dichotomy where there's no spectrum. It's an either or situation. I'm reminded of another story. Um, this is one that's personal to me. I was working in uh, customer service at JDate back in 2001. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told this story here before. I got on the phone with a, a woman who's calling to cancel her subscription and started talking to her. It's my job to engage her as a customer service rep. And she said she was quitting JDate because everybody on there sucks. Everybody's a loser. Nobody's good enough for me. Hey, listen, I don't know you at all. I'm not going to argue with what your experience on JDate was, but I said, I'm, I'm smart enough for you. She's like, I went to Harvard. I have a postdoc. I, I'm the vice president of a company. I was like, I understand, but I graduated Duke Magna Cum Laude, right? Like I'm, I'm a national merit scholar. scholar. I'm not, you know, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> 
And she said, I swear to God, so why are you working at J-Date answering phones? That could be the end of the story. The real end of the story was that a couple of years later, my book, my book came out, um, my first book. I can't believe I'm buying this book. And I'm doing this thing. I'm writing people's online dating profiles for Cyrano. I'm offering dating and relationship coaching. And no shit, I get an email from this woman on J-Date. Not because she knows who I am, but because she went back on the site, signed up again, and initiated contact to talk with me. And I had the wonderful pleasure of telling her that I had spoken to her when I was working at J-Date and how she told me nobody on the site was good enough for her. So I wished her the best of luck and gave her the link to my book. You don't always get symmetry like that in real life. So here's the thing. You can be an intellectual snob in private. You can call yourself a sapiosexual in your dating profile. But what you can't do on a very, very practical level is act like any man who didn't go to an Ivy League school is an idiot. Any guy with an average body is ugly. Any man who doesn't out-earn you is a loser. <laughs> it's not true. So what does this mean for you? What is your takeaway from this? Well, A, your belief that you have to date only men who are smarter and richer is false. Right? It's false. It's a, it's a narrative that you've constructed for yourself. Right? And it's hard because it's a societal narrative that the guy has to be more. And it's not true. And it's the same thing if a man insisted on doing the same thing. Just imagine that. It's a, if a man had a date the way you're telling yourself you, needed, you need to date. So is a man settling on you because you make less money? You went to a less prestigious university? I sure as hell hope he's not settling on you. So if he's not settling on you, why would you be settling on him? Right? Two people aren't always equal in all characteristics across the board. It's, it's, it's built into the, the model that people are going to bring different strengths and weaknesses. So this brings us to your next false belief. You think everyone who's less successful than you is intimidated by you. That's the title of this, this uh, podcast. And that's also not true. And I know that because of how I talked to that woman who called from Harvard and looked down on me because I was answering phones and customer service. Are some men intimidated? Granted, yes. Are many men intimidated? Sure, if that's your life experience, I believe you. But not all men are and remember in dating. We don't need all men. We need one man. So I wasn't intimidated by the woman from Harvard who called customer service. I wasn't intimidated by my girlfriend who was seven years older and owned a condo when I was scrapping away starting this business. If anything, I feel bad for people who have such narrow perspectives on what gives people worth as if everyone's self-worth is tied up in education and money. Can you think for a second what you would think of me if I thought my wife was worth less as a partner? If I looked down on her for that, what would you think of me? I value my wife because she's not only smart and hot, but she's the best person I know. Just good to the core. She's cool and she's funny. She's trusting. Great EQ. Everybody likes her. So who cares if on paper I have a more impressive resume? And this way, the way I found this relationship is the way I'm encouraging you to find this relationship. You need to date more like a man. When you have 
success, when you have money, you are now decoupled from seeking someone else out who has to support you. Right? Men like me never looked for someone to support us, so that's not really on our radar when we're searching for people. We're looking for people who are good, who make us feel good. You can date for the right qualities, which I will mention ad nauseum, character, kindness, consistency, communication, commitment. I think I might have missed one, but that's not the point. So if you're a top chef, supermodel, road scholar, triathlete, boyfriend, who you're so proud of, doesn't treat you well, doesn't want to marry you or commit to you, he's fundamentally useless as a boyfriend. Which brings us to another point that I never see mentioned. Women that I work with, maybe you, if you look inside, are deathly afraid of what other people think. But the goal in life isn't an impressive husband, a trophy husband. It's to have a happy relationship where you feel safe, heard, and understood. Doesn't everybody know some woman who became a trophy wife? Right? Got the life, but has, is completely miserable? So instead of projecting, right? All men are intimidated by me. Men are so insecure, they can't handle me. And again, I'm not saying that doesn't exist. It does. But instead of making that assumption about all men who are less educated or make less money, realize that plenty of men can handle you, but don't like the feeling of you looking down on them. No more than my wife would like the feeling of me looking down on her for being a stay-at-home mom. Of course I don't. I value her more than anything because what she brings to the table is far greater than her external accomplishments and far more important than her bringing some more money to our relationship. Taken one step further, one client pointed out to me to validate this claim, that insisting on dating someone more impressive than you is not the behavior of a confident person. It's the behavior of an insecure person, like you need to show somebody off more than you actually need a flesh and blood partner to love you unconditionally. My wife and I are not clones. I'm better at some things, she's better at others. But we are equals within our relationship. Even though I make all the money and have the fancier education. And this is the way it should be. It doesn't matter who earns more money or has the better education. It's, it doesn't get you anywhere. No one's ever stayed together because of their master's degrees. That's not, a, that's not a thing that actually factors into whether a relationship is going to be successful. I'm happily married because I dated 300 women before I got married. And I know what it's, to, what it's like to be with someone who constantly criticizes you and makes you feel small and puts you down. And I decided I was never going to be in a relationship like that again. So maybe, just maybe, above all, you don't need some sort of superhero in a suit. You don't need a rock star. You don't need a private jet. You need a man who's cute, smart, sweet. But above all, he accepts you for all your flaws and he still wants to commit to you. Think about that one. Thanks. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button, ring the bell. Choose all to ensure you get notified when new content comes out. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you want to have an easy relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood, really, look for the link below. Click on evanmarkkatz.com, watch the free video. It's on top of my site, how to gain confidence, attract quality men, fix your broken man picker once and for all. And when you're done with that video, 
You could apply to Love You Live and join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women from around the world in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. Thanks a lot. Are you the woman who is everything except your man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click on the apply button to get started.